Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Homebrew on Money FM 89.3. And now we are going to go to the Art Science Museum, a journey across time and space. New Eden, Science Fiction Mythologies Transformed, is a new exhibit that is running until the 3rd of March, 2024, at the Marina Bay Sands Art Science Museum. Always fun to have on our good friends who have so many interesting things to talk about. Honor Harger, the Executive Director of the Art Science Museum, is with us today. Good morning, Honor. Hello. Lovely to be here. Yeah. Good morning. And Gail Chin, the Exhibition Producer at the Art Science Museum. And Gail, why don't we start with you? This... This new, it's you're saying you're, you're saying you're opening a portal to extraordinarily new worlds uh, with this new exhibit, New Eden. What does that exactly mean? What do you, what is this exhibit about? When we, you know, when we think about science fiction, you know, we are literally you know being transported into kind of different worlds, you know, but in the future, kind of an alternate universe. Um, we really look at you know contemporary art and especially from the perspective of Asian women artists and collectives they are showing you know very unconventional sort of perspectives of how science fiction worlds look like so give us an idea yeah. I'll put this there I walk through the doors what am I likely to see as a visitor? What am I going to experience? There are eight chapters within the exhibition. So you will first enter um, the first world, which is, you know, kind of the idea about utopia and the paradox behind it. And we look at, you know, kind of literature and, and different worlds from Asian philosophy and mythologies that really come together. So that's kind of the thesis of the exhibition. We look at the worlds of nature and also to bend time and space in ways of folding space. Um, we also look at how Asian traditions and cultures, you know, how are we going to bring that, you know, forward to into the future. And we also go into a, a very much different world, which is kind of the supernatural, the horror, where we really invert the narrative, hmm. you know, looking at, you know, how these beings are being empowered and they're kind of reclaiming their stories. And we also look at myths, new myths, you know, how science and technology and also different perspective of um, women artists and filmmakers are imagining the future. And we come to the last chapter, which we titled uh, In a New Light, where Asia is kind of shaping science fiction in its own terms. Mm, let's talk to uh, Honor Harger now, the executive director of Art Science Museum. Honor, we've had you on before talking about other exhibits. You guys do such a wide range of exhibits. Why is this one interesting, useful, uh, different for you? Well, you know, we're, we're a museum that explores this kind of point of interconnection between art, science and technology. And science fiction is literally that, you know, kind of like it's drawing from the creativity of, you know, kind of artists, whether they're filmmakers, writers, and very much embedded in the kind of the hard fact of, of science and technology. So for us, you know, kind of like this topic of science fiction is perfect for mm. a museum of art and science. So we've got two exhibitions that explore this right now. We've got New Eden, which Gail was introduced, and science fiction is also at the heart of the exhibition that we opened just last weekend mm. about the planet Mars. Oh which is, you know, kind of often the topic of fascination for science fiction uh, kind of writers, but also science fiction filmmakers. Yeah. So we feel this is, you know, kind of a perfect topic for a museum that's all about this intersection between art and science. Beautiful. Gail, tell us more about the Mars exhibit. What, what is that about? What does that involve? The one about Mars. 
Mars, I think there's always this fascination um, where it is probably the most habitable planet that is closest to Earth. At least it was for Matt Damon when he was in the movie. <laughs> he survived. I mean, we saw what he did with it. He so, survived. Yeah. Those potatoes are <laughs> yeah. very important. <laughs> and I mean, you know, kind of linking it to science fiction, Kim Stanley Robinson, you know, his most probably his most famous series, The Red Mars, Blue Mars, and Green Mars, you know, has that fascination. And I think that Mars, The Red Mirror, you know, borrows, you know, mm. that idea is seen very clearly in three chapters of the show. So it really starts from um, 12,000 years worth of mythology, you know, to science, to film, and also to contemporary art. I think Gail touched on something a little bit earlier, and you mentioned it as well. You know, traditionally, science fiction is a very male-dominated and Western-centric discussion to have and a topic to have. But this new exhibit, New Eden, really does kind of showcase Asia, showcases women, showcases more diversity. Is, is that fair? And, and, and how much of a role does that play from your perspective? I mean, for New Eden, that is absolutely the focus. So there's 24 uh, kind of artists and collectives uh, that we that we are exhibiting in New Eden. And all of them are, are women or, you know, kind of women-led. Mm. And it does mean that we're taking a very, very different approach to topics within science fiction. Mm. You know, when we think of, you know, an exhibition about science fiction, I'm sure, you know, kind of the visitors are thinking, oh, it's going to be dystopian, you know, there's going to be lots of disasters, you know, kind of like it's almost a kind of horrific kind of scene. Actually, New Eden is a very hopeful exhibition. It's got a lightness and a gentleness about it that really comes from the artists. And we think, you know, kind of like it's because they're women, you know, kind of like they've, you know, almost necessarily, you know, kind of taken a different approach. They've got a different aesthetic. They're arguing for a more inclusive, you know, future, a more hopeful future. And it was actually very inspiring for, for Gail and I and our colleagues, Joel and Adrian, when we were curating the exhibition to see from our artist colleagues that they believe that there's a, you know, kind of more hopeful future out there. Yeah, we, we kind of hope our visitors will come and visit the exhibition because it definitely gives you a, a, a kind of a, a, a more, you know, ideal kind of view of what the future might be. And staying wow, with a view, Honor, you have a cinema. We do. Of course. And people don't often realize that. You have an art science museum cinema and you've got a, a theme, a curated selection of Hollywood classics, which really appealed to me, I have to say. It's called In Search of Tomorrow. Tell us about that, because this one I'm excited about. I'm a movie geek. It's a great program. So the In Search of Tomorrow uh, cinema season runs uh, kind of from uh, fr from October all the way through to January. Um, there's over 25 films in the season, curated by my colleagues Jerome wow. T and Rachel Wong. Everything from 2001, A Space Odyssey, to extremely uh, kind of rare uh, 1950s science fiction classics, kind of to Asian premieres, Singapore premieres, really interesting kind of uh, approach to looking at science fiction from a cinematic perspective, and all showcased in the art science cinema, you know, which is a wonderful 65 seat cinema to you know kind of like really immerse yourself in 
the language of science fiction. And are these ticketed events? Yeah. So the so it's a combination of ticketed and unticketed. Oh wow. Uh, kind of, so during weekdays, most of the screenings are unticketed. Um, during weekends, they're ticketed. And if you go to our website, you can kind of uh, you know yeah. look at what's screening um, and figure out what you want to go and see. And just to add, Gail, I see one of them is Astro Boy. As we know, that is huge in Singapore. The Astro Boy toys are worth an absolute fortune in Singapore because many older Singaporeans used to collect mm-hmm. Astro Boys when they was a kid. If you go to the Mint Toy Museum, which I have, there was a magnificent display of Astro Boy toys. These are real collector's items for a certain Singaporean. Astro Boy was the marvel of the day. 100%. Um, I mean, I grew up watching Astro Boy, so it's super nostalgic for me. And it's probably one of the most recognizable, you know, science fiction, um, sort of anime and manga, you know, that's stemming from Asia as well. We're talking with Gail Chin, the exhibition producer, and Honor Harger, the executive director of the Art Science Museum. New Eden Science Fiction Mythologies Transformed is the exhibition that is opening now, taking us into a portal to extraordinary new worlds. And in addition to that, uh, also talking about Mars as well. When you, Gail, when you think about science fiction for the younger generation, that many people have seen it in a slightly different way, the Marvel characters, for example, and some of those. But, but the, the rich heritage, uh, as Honor, as you mentioned, the movies going back to the 50s, even before that, it really, it was, it was something that took people to literally a place they could never see or never had seen before in generations gone by. Now it's very common. I think the idea of going to another planet or the, you know, the Hubble Space Telescope taking us out. How, how is this exhibit going to be seen, do you think, differently by the lens of age? You know, will younger people see this or experience it in a different way than, for example, people Neil's age? <laughs> I'm 10 years younger than Glenn. I just want that on the record. But carry on. Did you did you think about that when you were putting it all together? Obviously, the you know different things appeal to different folks. We did consider. Um, so one of the kind of interesting um, juxtaposition we did in in within the exhibition is really to show science fiction films and also with um, historical artifacts from Asia. Hmm. You know, really trying to you know do that connection um, where there are concepts um, from that derive from science fiction derives from Asian philosophies and mythologies as well. So one of the three of the main concepts that we kind of draw up is interdimensional travel, transcendence, and also parallel worlds. So drawing just parallel worlds as an example, the Bhava Chakra, kind of the wheel of life, you know, already depicted there are parallel worlds that's living alongside ours. So we really um, kind of did a lot of research within these artifacts to find the possible roots, you know, within science fiction tropes as well. Wonderful. And Anna, I wanted to ask you more broadly, post-pandemic, happy days, people are visiting exhibitions, but the competition for the eyeballs is greater than ever. A lot of pressure on you guys. How do you decide or come up with which exhibitions to have, what will appeal to which audience? I'd love to know the criteria that you kind of lay out with your team. These are the boxes we need to tick in 2024 with our events. Well, and and where we start always is that, you know, we're a museum that's about art and science. So we need topics, you know, kind of which are going to touch on both. And we're at our happiest, I think, you know, kind of when we're showing 
exhibitions which are really exploring the intersection between art and science. And mm. we've got two right now, well, three if we count our permanent exhibitions. We've got New Eden, which we've been talking about today. Yeah. We've got Mars the Red Mirror, which is like a cultural history of the planet Mars. And we've got Future World, you know, where art meets science with, uh, with Team Lab. And all of these exhibitions are really sitting at this crossroads of where art, science, and technology are meeting. Mm. So that's where we're at our happiest. And then we're constantly thinking about topics that explore that point of inter- interconnection, but also appeal to a very, very broad and wide public, not just you know, kind of our public in Singapore, you know, they're our most important audience, I would say, but also our, you know, kind of our tourists, you know, kind of who are are coming to Singapore often just to see exhibitions or Mm. visit concerts. Just to add to that briefly, do you have a rough ratio of local versus foreign visitorship? I'd love to know what that looks like. So most, it's a good question, most big museums, you know, kind of like in cities like Singapore or London or New York, uh, kind of which are tourist cities, will skew around, you know, kind of uh, sort of 30 to 40% local, right. 60 to 70% tourist. Yeah. And, and we, we fit that model. Right. Um, and our colleague museums do as well, uh, kind of in Singapore. So it's, it's roughly that. We deeply, deeply value our local audience because that's the visitors who come back. Yeah. Again and again, and yeah. kind of like grow up with us. We've got visitors who have literally grown up with Art Science Museum, you know, children who were infants when we opened Future World, mm. and now, are, you know, kind of kids going to primary school, you know, kind of like who have grown up with, you know, kind of that exhibition. Future yeah. World was great. I took my daughter to that so many times. It was absolutely fabulous. And, and so, your daughter grew up with the show, and so, you know, kind of for us, you know, kind of we, we really care about her, mm. you know, kind of because she's part of the fabric of the museum. And her children's books are in your museum. So it all comes full circle. Oh, you I knew you'd bring it back to you. Okay. <laughs> I brought it back to her. <laughs> <laughs> but it is fascinating. And there, there always is something for everyone. You know, we, we've, we've been going since it, it opened. And everything from artists to NASA to, to basketball shoes to, like, whatever it is mm. that's out there, concept of the museum and, and you guys have always done, I think, such a great job in bringing together those different elements and in a space that's really unique. Uh, now, some, some would say it's not the traditional museum space as well, uh, which probably has given you guys, I would imagine, some headaches along the way uh, when trying to figure out how you're going to get certain exhibits in and out and, and displayed. But for the for the user, it's really made it a, a quite an interesting space as well. Well, it's it's funny you should say that because I was just giving a talk about that at the World Architecture Festival mm. two days ago, wow. which uh, was hosted at, at Marina Bay Sands, uh, kind of about how we work with the architecture that Moshe Safdi, the architect mm, yeah. of Art Science Museum, has has given us because it is a really unique space, uh, kind of. But we also love it. And New Eden, which is a show that Gail has co curated, is in the petal galleries uh, kind of 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 our level three spaces and what those galleries do is they challenge us not to think about how we put art on the surfaces of Mm. the walls but how we put art in the volumes of the space you know so how we really occupy 
you know, kind of the space with installations. And it's, it's a very, very interesting and inspiring challenge, you know, Mm. kind of as, as curators to think, you know, about volumes rather than surfaces. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask Gail that uh, as the exhibition producer, how do you make use of the very unique spaces that the museum has? Well, we look at artworks, you know, that also kind of respond to the architectural space. I think for New Eden, you know, we really embrace that. Um, and especially in the Level 3 galleries, it's one of the, you know, probably the most beautiful sort of architectural space. Um, I think one of the works, Libu, um, Untitled, which is um, a huge kind of installation. And it's probably one of the best presentations that we've seen the work so far. Mm. All right. Finally, we didn't say we were going to talk about this, but we're going to talk about Miracle Coffee. Can. So Miracle Coffee, a flagship cafe opening up in the lobby. Homegrown pop star J.J. Lin is behind this uh, and is in the lobby of the Art Science Museum. Opening on the 6th, right, this coming week, day after Neil's birthday. So do I, get free, do I get free something? Do I get, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Actually, I think you're sharing your birthday with Miracle Coffee because it's their fifth birthday. Oh. You know, kind of like when they're, when they're opening. Well, there you go. There you go. So there you go. There you so go. please do come and, you know, kind of I'm, sure, I'm sure JJ will, yeah. will, will celebrate with so, you. So you guys, have had, you guys have had places in there before where you could get snacks and things like that. But this is, this is a kind of an interesting homegrown thing, isn't it? Are you looking to see if you can talk about it? <laughs> um, we, we have loved working with JJ on Miracle Coffee. It's yeah. just been a joy. So we, we did our kind of pop-up with uh, kind of JJ last year. Yep. And, you know, can now we have the flagship opening uh, kind of just next week. Yep. And, you know, the, he is passionate about coffee. Mm. And as a New Zealander, of course, it's my, you know, kind of national duty to be passionate about coffee. <laughs> um, so we really have, you know, kind of like found a, a kindred spirit uh, yeah. Kind of in 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 JJ Lin, uh, so we're delighted to be you know kind of launching the the the, the flagship cafe. Well, I got him. I got this news release last night. I'm like, oh, we got to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's just <laughs> it's going to be amazing. It's, it's just interesting be. to see the PR person flapping in the background. <laughs> so so while she's flapping, tell us all the secret <laughs> exhibitions you've got planned for next year. No, I'm just kidding. I can, I, but what I can tell you is is you know like please please do come to Art Science Museum right now because we have two beautiful exhibitions that explore this point of interconnection with uh, art and science and Miracle Coffee. So it's a, it's a wonderful time to visit in December. You call that bridging in the communication yeah. business. She's bridging <laughs> back to what she can talk about. Also fudging. And doing a great <laughs> yeah. doing a great job on the bridge. Hey, Honor, thank you so much for, uh, for being with us today. Uh, we've been speaking about the Art Science Museum. We've been speaking about an exhibition there called New Eden Science Fiction Mythologies Transformed. That's going to be be there until the uh, March the 3rd next year. Gail Chin, the exhibition producer with us, and Honor Harger, also the executive director of Art Science Museum. Always a pleasure to have you guys come and talk to us about the latest and greatest exhibits you guys are doing. Thanks for being with us. Thank you so much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.